Good morning, good morning. I am hoping that all the sound is working today. Welcome to the Gospel Pursuits Podcast. If uh, anyone who's watching can give me a thumbs up in the comments, that would be helpful. I'm guessing it is uh, working strong. We've had a few issues the last few days, but um, I'm going to blame the sound guy at my church. Um, He was helping me with some stuff and changed some settings yesterday. So I think that's what happened. Um... And uh, if he's watching, you know who you are. Well, we are continuing our topic called Don't Look at the Weather. Yesterday was uh, a lot about finances. And I do actually want to spend some time talking about finances. Um, Not today necessarily, but maybe do a series of financial uh, advice from the word of God. (laughs) When I say advice, it's usually a commandment, but um, we say the word advice to be nice. (laughs) But realistically, we want to have um, excellent um, attitude towards finances. Finances are, Jesus called it, 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 the least of these things to worry about. You know, we, we should not even be like focused on it. It should be something that is just so naturally uh, easy for us to operate in. Um, As Christians, we should be able to step out in faith we should be able to give in faith we should be able to see harvests in faith and see it on the inside of us it will be on the inside of us before it ever happens in the natural so when we're talking about money and all those kind of things it's um of finances there's so much advice out there there's so much thought process on there there's uh, there's so much criticism of the so-called prosperity message uh which is a, is a daft thing because the word prosperity is all over the bible uh, god's even said that he gives us the power or the ability to create wealth 
Um, and Job talks about laying up gold as dust. Solomon didn't even count the silver because he was so wealthy. David uh, just gave and gave and gave out of his heart financially. Uh, and Paul talks about sowing generously, you will reap generous. Uh, God doesn't respect, uh, is no respecter of persons. You know what I mean? He doesn't like sit there and think, well, that person can't. Uh, receive a harvest or that person does receive a harvest it, it doesn't work like that it works how you operate in faith how you get in the word of God how you develop yourself how you uh, d- d- develop your character your giftings your abilities all those things add up and as they add up they get to an overflow of abundance and when you're in an overflow of abundance in any area of your life out of the mouth the heart speaks out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks sorry and so when it comes out of your heart, you're, you're starting to see what you're saying come to pass. And that's why Mark 11, 22 and 23 is so crucial in, in our understanding of these things is that you have what you say. You have what you say, not because uh, you're trying to get something or you're trying to do something. You have what you say because what's in your heart will come out. And, you know, we, we used the scripture verse yesterday in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse For farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Verse 6 says this, Plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon. For you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe even both. You see, we have got a job to do in this kingdom. We've got a job to do in, um, and I'm trying to smile more, and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, we've got a job to do. We've got an exciting, amazing job to do on on this earth. We've We've got the privilege of reaching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've got the privilege of preaching the gospel. We've got the privilege of laying hands on the sick. We've got the privilege of casting out devils. You see, when you start stepping into the things of God and stepping higher up, and I, I can tell you, me and my wife have felt the, the shift and change as we've um, stepped into new things throughout our lives. More pressure, more, more um, resistance. But that doesn't mean we stop and back off. You see, we resist the devil and he will flee from you. But it says you have to submit to God first. I have to always check in my heart, am I submitted to God or am I walking in my own thoughts and my own ways? I love what Proverbs says, commit your way. Or No, it's not Proverbs, sorry. Let's go to it because I had it open this morning and I want to read it because it's so crucial. Psalm 37. It says, take delight in the Lord and he'll give you your heart's desires, give you the desires of your heart. You see, the desires of your heart are sown in there by what you watch, by what, how you think, how you speak. The desires of your heart bubble up. And, and when it, you're born again, your desires, based on the word of God, are going to be in line with the word of God. So God gives you those desires. And this is why out of the abundance of the heart, of the heart, the mouth speaks. You've filled yourself up with God's word. You've filled yourself up with correct desires. And suddenly you've got a force on the inside of you that comes out of your mouth. And you're able to speak to mountains that are going to block those desires. You're able to speak to mountains that would, would perhaps cause you to be sick and, and decrepit and, and held back. You know, then then you step into that level of what you have and what you say is, is what you have and what you have is what you've been saying. And then, of course, I love verse 23 in that in Mark 11, 23-24. You can then operate in a, a place where you ask for the desires, believe that you received them, and you have them. 
Do you see how this all connects? See, a farmer who waits for the perfect weather will never plant seed. And I'm going to talk to you about planting seed today because planting seed is not just a financial gift. Financial gifts are seeds. There it is very clear in the Word of God that you can sow finances and reap finances. Give and it shall be given to you. Best Press down and shake it together. Jesus said, if you give up houses or, and, and things for my sake, I will multiply it back a hundredfold to you. Now, of course, there's that section that says with persecution, but we won't get into that today because that's uh, far too deep. But th Psalm 37 verse 5 says, Commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him, and he will help you. He'll make your innocence radiate like the dawn, and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. What's the land that God wants to take you in today? I, I read a, a book. I've been reading a book before bed by Mike Murdoch talking about the dream and the assignment and the destiny. And, and it's all, there's a, a group of books that he's written. And he talks about planning your day. See, prayer can never be replaced with planning, but planning can never be replaced by prayer. So you have to have those both. This is why it says be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for it. Rest in his presence. Great grace will come out of that time that you spend with God. Favor and anointing and all the things, the equipment, the divine provision that God's got for you will come and stem from your relationship to him and to this word. This is why I'm gonna, I, I'm kind of prefacing where I'm getting to, I think. A little bit about this, this idea that so much is possible. So much is, you are so capable. There's no limits to your life. There's no limits to the things that you can do in your life. God wants you to operate in the blessing of God. He wants you to see great things happen. But the reality is, is if you cannot spend time with Him, planting and sowing, no matter what it looks like, whether that's obeying his voice to give finances, whether that's obeying his voice to pray for somebody, whether that's obeying his voice just to sit down and relax and spend some time with your family. If you don't plant in the area that you need to plant, where the Spirit of God is leading you to plant, you will never reap a harvest. And when we plant finances in the kingdom of God, we don't just sit back and, and wait for the money to come in. No, we get busy about doing kingdom business. We get busy doing our job. We get busy doing our work because the profit from our sowing and the profit from our work will come in. We don't need to know where the, the profits come from. It, you know, the sowing could, could lead to a connection and an opportunity for your work that provides great increase. Your sowing could lead to, your work could lead to a connection where somebody sows into your life so you see great profit from someone giving into your ministry or your work that you do God's looking after you God's making a way for you he said he'd meet all your needs he said seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added to you God wants you to be blessed in such a way this is why this title of this message is don't look at the weather because if you walk around looking at the clouds, if you walk around looking at the circumstances in your life, if you look around looking at other people in your life, you will never hear the voice of God enough to obey the voice of God. 
I was telling you the story, I think it was on the day that maybe my sound was completely ruined, so I can say it again. On Sunday, I was just praying and, and just getting ready to minister in the church that I was ministering on Sunday night. I was just looking at all the stuff that God's blessed with me, the guitars and stuff, because I, I love playing guitar and being involved in worship. And I just had to say to God, this is not my stuff. None of this is my stuff. It, it, it can go. I want to keep that because it's come from, a, from some inheritance money. I would really like to keep that special to me. But at the end of the day, for the kingdom, it can all go. It's just stuff. I can't take it to heaven. And he told me to give one of my guitars away. So you stay in a place where you're wait, waiting patiently on him. He will talk to you about how to sow, how to plant. Why are we talking about sowing and planting? Because if you start sowing and planting, there will be a harvest. And when you, you, we talked in First Timothy yesterday about how a, a rich man is not to trust in his money because it's unreliable. We need to have money sown into kingdom uh, situations, kingdom uh, bank accounts, if you like. So we need to sow into the kingdom and be in uh, hook our faith up to it so that God can get us finances when we need them so that we're not relying on our own ability to get finances or victory or or success or or health you see if all you do is consume yourself with what the doctor says and never takes the word of god for healing feel good friday is a waste of space it's a waste of time if you're going to focus and take in what the, the doctor's opinions are, the doctor's thoughts are, the doctor will give you a good idea of what's wrong. But that doesn't mean he's the answer to your problem. No, the, the healer is the answer to your problem. The healer is in the house today and the healer's name is Jesus. He will bring a miracle into your body. He will produce life into your body because sowing the word of God is the paramount way of doing any of these things. We're talking about don't look at the weather. We're talking about planting. We need to plant the word of God first and foremost in our life finances will be planted you will be asked by the spirit of god to give your finances you will find in the word of god that you must tithe tithing will open up the windows of heaven to open up a blessing that can cannot be contained god will pour so much into your life if you would just hook up with the covenant relationship but you see this is the thing it's it's the word of god that we must put in our lives so that when we do the things the spirit of god says when things don't look like they're happening when things don't look like you're harvesting when things you can go to the word that says don't be weary and well doing for in due season you will reap a harvest and that harvest will be so great that you cannot contain it because it's part of the blessing that comes on you the blessing that comes on you and overtakes you as you hearken unto the voice of the Lord in Deuteronomy 28 the blessing of God is so good. You're the head and not the tail, the above and not the beneath. Your enemy may come in you one ways, but it flee, he flees before you seven ways because your authority and your victory and your presence and your power is God based on something that is hooked on the inside of you that is so impactful so powerful that when you get poked when you get prodded by the enemy something comes out of your mouth that just sends him fleeing resist the devil and he'll flee for you he may well stalk about like a roaring lion i've known him to stalk about like a roaring lion and i've quite sometimes in my life opened the door and said come on in why don't you have a bit of fun with our family until I get to the point where I've had enough and then kick him back out again. You see, that's how we do life, isn't it? We don't stay hooked up. And I'm just being honest. We don't stay hooked up to this word. We want to we wanna flirt with the things of the world. We want to flirt with the enemy. And I keep say this time and time again. You cannot be on the fence with God because the fence belongs to the devil. 
God wants you as far as way possible from that fence. He wants you in his presence, in the holiest of holies. But so many of us get into the outer courts. We do a little bit of a praise dance, a little bit of a joy dance, and then something comes along and affects that. And our joy and our, 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 our fun in God's presence is stripped away. You know, better is a thousand, uh, one day in your courts and a thousand days elsewhere. Because there is pleasantness in God. There is joy in God. There is provision in God's kingdom. God provides healing for you when you take of his bread. And his bread is the word of the living God. You can take of his cup, you know, the blood of Jesus. It, it heals you. It protects you. It, it, it covers you, makes you whiter than snow. That blood is something to stand on, to, to believe in. Give thanks. You know, your testimony is so powerful. You overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. So it's those two things, knowing your salvation and knowing who you are in Christ Jesus and then your confession based on who you are in Christ Jesus defeats the enemy every single time. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Me and you are victorious ones. He has given us a place of victory. He has given us a place and a seated us beside the Heavenly Father in Him. We are seated above all, above all things. At the name of Jesus, who we are a part of, joint heirs with, joined together in Christ. We are His body. We are in that name and we can give thanks for that name. The name of Jesus, which is the name above all names. Name above every bit of sickness and disease you're facing today. Name above every bit of poverty and lack you're facing today. No mountain is too big to be thrown into the sea. No weapon that forms against you is too big to, to prosper and to take you down. You are not meant to quit. You are not meant to stop. You are not meant to give up or turn around. You are not meant to backslide. You are not meant to be succumbed by the feelings and the emotions and the rawness of life. You are not meant to be to take on board the cares of this world. You are to carry his presence. You are to carry his yoke which is light his burden which is easy yoke is easy burden is light it's the anointing of God the grace of God on your life that carries you through without any chains holding you back renewing your mind to these things being transformed in your thinking to these things. I have to do it today. Uh, you, you don't always, you know, you see people get up in front of TV cameras and they preach their heart out and they go for it and they go for it. But yet sometimes, quite often, we have to stir ourselves up before we get in front of a camera. We have to deal with emotions and feelings. Oh, the devil would have you believe that there's nobody watching. The, the devil would have you believe that no one cares about what you're saying. The devil would have you believe that the power of God doesn't work because that you don't deserve to operate in it. But you see, those are all lies of the enemy. And those lies are doomed to fail and they will not grow seed in my heart. The root of bitterness, any root of bitterness will not spring up. I will walk in love and I will walk in the joy of my salvation great joy joy unspeakable lives on the inside of me and you see we too often just cover it up and squash it down and put it down beneath our hearts beneath everything else and we just try and ride out our life with thick skins and try not to let anyone get in the things of God are precious the things of God are wonderful but you've got to let them out and let them flow the flowing of the Spirit of God, the flow of God's victory.
Hallelujah. God is a good God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. We need to worship him more. We need to spend time in his deepest holies of holies. Out of that will birth a holiness, a hunger for holiness for you. When you encounter purity, when you encounter the things of God, when you encounter this stuff, you don't want to go back. You know, we, we, we talk about, there's a scripture verse that says it's like a, a dog going back to his own vomit. It's just completely, I can't comprehend why we would do that. Why would we go back to the things of the past? Why did the Israelites cry out to go back to Egypt? Where they could have food. It wasn't the best food. It wasn't the king's food. But you see, they could live like kings in the wilderness. But grumbling, complaining, bitterness. I have to repent of my own complaining and bitterness and grumbling and complaining and miserable. I have to do it. I can't walk in it. It holds us back. Our calling and our assignment is so precious and so without limit. The ability that God's put on the inside of you is without limit. God wants to do something for you and in you and through you. It might be one thing. I think uh, I think it's Brother Copeland who talks about if you were called and anointed to do one thing, like carry out the trash one day, and that was the only assignment God ever gave you, and you did that right and did that the best way that you could possibly do it, and you fulfilled your assignment, great. God will bless you because of that. A janitor can own a, a plane if he needs to fly all over the world to preach the gospel on a Sunday, but his grace and anointing is to be at a school Monday to Friday. God wants to do so much in your life. God wants to do so much in your life. Today is Feel Good Friday. We're, we're, we're talking about not looking at the weather, looking at the Word of God. So if you're struggling with sickness and disease, that is exactly the, the point. Don't look at the circumstances or the feelings of your body or the feelings of, of how things are, 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 are happening in you. You can't afford to look at what you're going through above what the Word of God says is going to happen in your life. The Word says, by His stripes, you were healed. Jesus died on a cross 2,000 years plus ago. Entirely, entirely. So that you could have a life worth living. You could have a life worth living. God loves you. God loves me. I love you. Anyone who would watch this broadcast for five minutes, I consider is, is, is somebody who, who I, I, I feel so privileged to be able to talk into your life. See, without the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, without him coming to earth, none of us would know eternity. None of us would know what life is like. None of us would know what life truly can be like. 
None of us would have a future and a destiny and a plan because God could have just thrown this earth away. But no, he put Jesus Christ on this earth so that we could encounter him, have a relationship with God Almighty. And as you have a relationship with God Almighty, all the blessings open up before you. You see that you can have health. You can see that you can have financial victory above all things. The Apostle John wrote, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. Don't look at the weather. Sow the word. Put the word in your heart. Don't look at your feelings. Sow the word. Put the word in your heart. Plant the word in your heart. Because when you plant the word in your heart, it will produce 30, 60, 100 fold. If you don't allow the enemy to steal it. If you don't allow cares and riches to distract you. If you don't like the lust of other things to, to take you away from the word of God. Stay focused on the word. Stay focused on what it says. Keep reading it. Keep believing it. I have to do more. I want more of the word in my life I may have a, 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 a deposit in me because I've spent time in it but I can't give that out and not refill we must stay filled be being filled in the spirit Ephesians says speaking to yourselves with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs we should be worshipping him naturally worshipping him with a, a vigor and a passion and, 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 a, and, a, and an absolute consecration and commitment to what he has do, to do for our lives God is so good and he loves you I can't say that enough today. God loves you. God loves you, pastor. God loves you, evangelist. God loves you, apostle. God loves you, teacher. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. God is a good God. And he... He wants you to achieve great things and do great things. If you need to rededicate your life today, reconsecrate your life today, not looking at what you see around you, but looking at his throne, look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, Hebrews chapter 12 says. You can look unto Jesus. You can put your focus onto him. You can commit your ways to him in everything that you do. You can trust him and he will help you. If you're struggling today, whether it be with sickness and disease, whether it be with a circumstance, whether it be with finances, whether it be with people, don't look at the weather. Look at him. Look at the glorious one. Look at the one that is going to take you from the dung pile, the, the bottom of the bottom of the pits and put you on the mountaintop with princes and kings. God is taking you somewhere God is leading you somewhere the prayers of a righteous man availeth much and you are a righteous person you are a righteous you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior you are the right standing with God you are made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus therefore your praise prayers availeth much they make much power available for you then you may need to take your prayers and focus them on somebody else and release the power to them because then it creates a flow and when you have a flow you are a free person in the spirit of God the flow of the Holy Ghost flow of finances that's why giving is so important so you don't become a dam you be you are a river you are a river many rivers flowing out from you the God's provided everything for you to succeed and to walk in an amazing life today and if you're fighting 
and you're you just don't want to listen to this message you just do not want to change you just just fighting symptoms fighting pain fighting depression fighting it stop fighting it submit to god submit to him god resists the humble sorry the proud God resists the person who's trying to carry it himself. Commit your ways unto him. Commit everything that you do today to him and he will help you. He will see you through and you will walk in the victory that God's called you to walk into. It's a thought process that needs to change so that the flow from the spirit will come out of your mouth rather than the flow from your mind that sees and looks and gets distracted by by the evil that's going on in this world or even in your life. I take authority in the name of Jesus over people's minds today. That they would have wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you to know the hope of their calling. That their minds would be at ease today in the name of Jesus. I speak life into the minds of this hearer, this person that is clouded, that is feeling depressed, feeling even suicidal. I command authority. I use the authority in the name of Jesus and I speak to that mind and cause it to be at peace so that they can hear what God would have them do. If that's you today, receive peace on your mind Today and listen to your heart. Break the power of it. Just say in the name of Jesus, I break the power of the enemy over my mind and I take authority over it and command you to leave. I take authority over my mind in the name of Jesus and I command the enemy to leave. Say that. Declare it. Do not give in to the lies of the devil today, but do get into the word and fill your mind with the word. Replace the enemy's thoughts with God's victorious ones. You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you today. You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you today. If you've not made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life today, today is a good day to do it. Go to gospelpursuits.uk. Click on the link Jesus. There's a prayer to pray there. And I also would also say this today. That if you've not made Jesus Christ the Lord of your Savior, just take a time. Take a few minutes to pray the prayer. Jesus I make you Lord of my life. I believe you died for me. Forgive me of my sins. Take a few moments to pray those prayers. Believe for a, a connection with God. Ask for God to reveal himself to you. And let me know. Gospelproceeds.uk If you want to sow into this ministry financially. We've talked a bit about finances. If you want to give into this ministry. This ministry is going. It's advancing the kingdom. It's preaching the gospel. It's good ground to sow into. The details are on my website, gospelpursuits.uk. I, I, I believe that you sow generously and God gets involved in your finances in a supernatural way and brings back a generous harvest to you. You don't send your tithes to me. You do that into your local church. But over and above, as the Spirit of God's moving on your heart, feel free. Listen to the promptings of the Spirit of God. Give into this ministry, gospelpursuits.uk. There's a button on there that says click give. Just do that faithfully. You can set up reoccurring amounts. You can just give a one-off gift. But I'm, I'm, I'm standing on the Word of God and I'm declaring the Word of God that as your needs are met, as God prospers you, you need to put in finances into other people's places. I, I don't need your money. That's not why I'm doing it. I want you to be blessed because of your giving and your flow. Because as you... Put finances into other people's ministries, whoever that may be. Follow the Holy Ghost. Be led of the Spirit of God. 
There's no pressure from me. Be led of the Spirit of God and do what God tells you to do. So as you do that, you go forward in the things of God today. I'm going to close the broadcast now. <laughs> as Martin's saying hi. Um, thank you, World Glorious Network TV. We will see you soon. Uh, again, next week, next Tuesday, 9.15 a.m. God's a good God. And uh, have a great weekend and enjoy church as well. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye.